0: Number three. Number three. Going off. I'm going in. Grinding. It's Monday afternoon. Nothing better to do but sit here in front of my computer and start talking. Yeah, I always find I get the best ideas on the way to work and on the way home from work. Especially driving. Driving just gets me. It's like hypnotic. Especially when there's when there's just you know You got something, you got music going or whatever, and then your brain just starts thinking. Driving and in the shower. If I need to make a decision about anything, I'll just drive or have a shower. But they're the best ways to think. But I was thinking, I was having to think, and and it happened. It happened the other day, and I was. The more I think about it, because it's happening on my phone too, and I'm not even lying. I know this sounds like fucking stupid, and everyone talks about it, but I shit you not. I shit you not. I was on Wish the other day, just scrolling through because, you know, Wish is a great website if you want to buy a terrible three-piece suit. But <laughs> I was I was scrolling through and for some weird reason, uh, <laughs> inflatable caviar <laughs> popped up in my Wish feed. So, like... I don't know. I've never searched for caviar before. I've never done anything to do with caviar. If you've listened to my first podcast, you'll know I don't the whole caviar thing. I don't understand. I never understand the whole fish eggs thing. But someone in my phone is something in my phone was listening to me and suddenly caviar is like all over my shit, even in Facebook and stuff. So, man, there's a conspiracy theory there. There's oh, there there always is one, but Steve Jobs, man, he's trying to get me from beyond the grave. I don't want to buy, I'm going to make it, I'm talking into a MacBook right now. No more caviar. I'm so done with it. Even though the inflatable one was pretty funny. But no more caviar. We're done with caviar. But I think that's funny that like because that, that shit happens pretty often. Everyone t- talks about like, you, you know, you're talking about something with your mates and then bang, it's on, it's on your phone. You're looking through your Facebook feed and it's there. Like We're, we're being, we're, we're being spied on. Being spied on. About to put some tape over my, my webcam, even though no one really cares what I'm doing. But find that, it's, tell you what, it's a good marketing tool. I mean, I wish, I wish I could listen to people and, and know what they want to hear me talk about. I mean, I could always ask. That would be a normal thing. Maybe it's like, because I reckon Steve Jobs would have been like a nerdy dude. A bit of a, bit of an inner city hermit, you could say. Um... Maybe he didn't like asking questions, he just thought he'd spy on him. Tell you what, he would be, that would, he would find it, I mean, you know, obviously he's not, a, when he was younger, or anyone, even Zuckerberg with the whole Facebook thing, they would find it so easy to know what women want. Because I mean, all they'd have to do is check their Facebook recordings, if that's what they do, conspiracy, inverted commas. Like, how easy would that be? It'd be like your own cheat guide to, to getting chicks. Like you already know what they're talking about. Like you could you could see their search history, like, yeah, they search for I don't know, post Malone and you roll in like, Hey, hey girl, have you heard that new post Malone tune? Bang, you're on. You're already rolling down the pathway to getting laid. You're there. You're ready. Like, it's kinda of just unfair for the rest of us. We all look like, well not really, you know, not really me, kinda of out of the game, but for those for those dudes still still trying, and you know not those guys that are, that are like, oh, I'm gonna pull it up again, dudes. God damn it! I noticed last time I went out, I noticed it. When you're creeping past a girl to go somewhere in a line in the bar, you do not need to grab their ass. I see it all the time yet I can stand in a line and some dude'll brush past me and he's not grabbing my sides like he's taking me for a slow dance or groping my behind like it maybe maybe I'm just not maybe I'm not pretty enough but no one no you don't go to a bar full of blokes and brush past a bloke you're like oh sorry Cobb, I just need to get past and you and you seductively grab his ass as you walk past him that never happens. You don't do that in a bar full of dudes. But suddenly, when there's girls around, you have to seductively grab, grab their waist as you. Oh, oh, sorry. Excuse me. Let me just get past you. It's creepy, man. It's creepy. If I, was a, if I was a dude, if if well, I am a dude, but it'd just be weird. Like having that that big. And you, most of us are pretty sweaty when we're out. Having that big sweaty, just big burly sweaty. Oh. Let me just get past your love I'm like ugh and girls you you you're not that innocent in the whole thing too i've I've been around and I've had some some pretty distasteful women try to brush past me grabbing grabbing areas and stuff it's just weird as a as a as a group it's just weird. It's like, doesn't even, it, it it's obviously definitely worse. It's worse towards cheeks. Now, t- not taking anything away from that. But it even happens, it happens as a dude too. It's weird. It's, I just think as a society, we don't, no one likes your personal bubble getting impeded. I mean, if you do like that, like, you know, it's up, you need a t-shirt that says that. But most most people don't want you grabbing on their waist as you're walking past to grab a beer. No one does that. You don't do no one does that. Just stop it. We need to stop. Just say excuse me. Be normal. Be a human. See, these are these are those things that I think about on the way home. This is this is what goes around in my brain. Like what I always question this sort of stuff. I need to stop questioning this sort of stuff. Or I need maybe I need to question it more. Maybe I just need to think even harder about it. Like I had a, I had another thought today. And it's such a stupid thought because I don't even know where it popped up from. Like I was thinking about Sizzler. You know Sizzler? The the trough? The tro the feeding trough. And Thursday night at the Hyperdome, Everyone's lined up at the trough, ready to go. But when you think about it, like Sizzler, like when you, go to, when you went to Sizzler, I don't even know if Sizzler's still going, but you go there and you, you spend 30 bucks and you get the salad bar, but man, I can't remember any other food from the salad bar besides, besides ice cream and, and spaghetti. Like realistically, you, it's literally the most expensive spaghetti in the world, I swear. It's like $35 to get, to th- $38 I'm pretty sure, uh, last time I paid, and I, that was with drinks. 38 bucks, and I literally, all I ate was spaghetti. Like, mind you, I hadn't, I didn't go, that was like four years ago or whatever, but spaghetti, like, it's not even good spaghetti. It's like that dank, watered down, like, I mean, it's nice, you, like, you, you do it, but I can't even remember anything else that's on the salad bar besides ice cream. Like, I used to get jacked up, I used to be like, yep, yeah, it's all pasta and spaghetti, get in. And then you'd spend like an hour eating ice cream and then you'd feel like shit afterwards. And then after that, when you got home, you didn't even know what you, wanted, you did in the bathroom. Like, good God. Like, that was just... And that was the most heinous experience ever. It was Like, at the time, it's like one of those foods where at the time you're thinking, this is great. This is the bomb. Like, I'm going to eat so much soft serve. Like, I'm going to have soft serve coming out my eyelids. And then you, you get all those add-ins. Like you just chucking like you like salt on those sprinkles, you, and they give you those extra big spoons too that you really just indulge. I used to know. I used to know my mum was completely out of cooking ideas when Sizzler was on the cards. Like my mum was pretty into home cooking, and my mum's unreal cook. Like I wish I had a grain of my mum's cooking ability in my body. But I always knew whenever Sizzler was on the cards, like any other any other fast food, I was like, "Oh yeah yeah mums mum's not into cooking tonight, but whenever Sizzler came up, Sizzler was the one that would be like, "Mum is out she's got she's got no more ideas. Like we're going to the trough. We're spending forty bucks on on spaghetti. Like looking back now as someone who has to pay for their own stuff, shout out Mum and Dad for buying me things when I was a kid. Someone who has to pay for their stuff, you could make you if you took like someone to Sizzler. That's that's like a seventy dollar trip. You could make I reckon two weeks worth of spaghetti for seventy bucks. But it really, so you, could, you go to a you go to a fancy restaurant. You get your bowl of caviar or whatever, and you ask for spaghetti, and you're like, yeah, fair enough. You know, I'm gonna pay forty bucks for a bowl of spaghetti. But forty bucks for a bowl of spaghetti at at Sizzler. Shout out to those parents too that buy buy the the salad bar when their kids are toddler. Maybe no, nah, actually it makes sense. Maybe that's why spaghetti was the number one thing for salad bar. Like I never got salad from from Sizzler. It always just looked like. You know when things, you know the burgers on McDonald's ads, how you know they're, they, they're fake? You know they look fake. Like no no Macca's burger has ever looked like what it looks like in the ad. But you still like, you still look at it like, oh, it looks good, but there's no way it's going to look like that when I get it. That's what the salad bar looks like to me. Like if you if you portioned out salad onto your plate, it would never look like how it looked in the salad bar. And they always have those weird, like they have cocktail onions. Like I remember seeing cocktail onions for the first time. I was like, what is the point of these small onions? Like just having small things. Small things don't make any sense. Like I saw a video the other day of a baby giraffe. Baby giraffes are just the weirdest thing. Like everything is still in proportion, but they're small. Like, there's no... You know when you get, like, a dog? Like, a Labrador or something? And as a puppy, like, it's got big paws. You're like, man, that dog's going to be giant. It's got huge paws. Even though the rest of the body's trying to catch up. Like, giraffes are so odd. Like, they look like they've been put under, like, a... Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Like, they're exactly proportioned, but they're little. And then their bodies just must grow completely in proportion. Like, nothing grows faster. Like, I would assume that the neck... The neck would grow quicker than most because I feel like the neck has more growing to do than anything else. But nah, they must just grow exactly to scale. Imagine if humans did uh no, imagine if humans did that. Like you are born as a baby and you could stand up immediately, and like you just grew like directly upwards. Everything was in proportion. Like already, you, like you looked like yourself right now, but you were the size of like an infant. That would trip. That would trip me out. It would be hilarious. Like you could, you could film, like, TV show, like mini TV shows. Like you could literally film like kids Justice League, and they would look the same, but they'd be kids, little, little giraffes. Google little giraffes. If, if if you're sitting at home or you're listening, or you got a coffee and you're just sitting around doing nothing, just Google giraffes. Tiny giraffes. Baby giraffes. Your mind will be blown. It makes no sense. Like, they're all in proportion. Watching them run is just an absolute mind, like a mind fart. Like, you have no idea what's going on. Check my emails the other day, too, for the first time in ages. My normal emails. Um... And I love I love checking my junk mail Because I've signed up for a lot of Like free wifi That's, This is my theory around Getting junk mail I swear it's because I'm an idiot And I use my actual email address When I go to like free wifi Like I know everyone says oh don't use your normal email I don't know I just do it Like I don't really I, I feel like I subconsciously do it Because I know no one emails me So I feel like I'm I'll receive an email I get like a little like little endorphin rush Like ooh New email Even though I know It's it's junk. Like this email I got today, it was, like, it was fucking hilarious. I did, it was so funny. I don't even understand. It was like a transcript. A script. It's from uh, from my boy Ron Markley. Shout out Ron Markley. Good job, man. But uh, the email was titled, and this is why, the only reason I looked at it. So whoever constructs these bloody fake emails or junk emails, you've done well because you hooked me line and sinker. The, the email starts off with my fake penis and you know when you see my fake penis i like say no more i'll click on your shit mate i'll have a look but i'm not i, I wouldn't click on the email because i know that'll just give my computer aids but it starts off with my fake penis dot 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 that's what my my wife used to call it she meant that it only got hard when i took blue pills it's a matrix shit and she said that made me less of a man so i divorced my wife last year But not before I found this weird ED reversing trick that originated in Thailand. Ooh, so much good shit comes from Thailand. And used it to instantly start getting rock-hard erections. That made my wife scream and moan like an adult film star. (laughs) But wait, there's more. She wanted more, though. But I walked out on her and never looked back. (laughs) Now in the past six months... I've been on a rampage. (laughs) For the dozens of women who've been lucky enough to experience my rock hard pipe. (laughs) There's been nothing fake about the way they moaned after I was done. (laughs) That's the first time I read that second bit. I'm sorry, I'm losing my shit. (laughs) Sincerely, Ron Markley from Restore Your Manhood. Well, shout out Ron Markley. (laughs) <laughs> your wife wasn't good enough, man. I'm glad you divorced her and you went on a <laughs> hashtag rampage. Oh man, I go through your junk mail. If you ever get bored, have a look at your junk mail. Like I can't explain how much fun I've had listening to emails from like oh mate Mark. Good on you, Mark. It's well written. It's like a, it's like a poem. It's written like a poem. And then it says click here to see the ED reversing trick that turned me into a raging hard sex god. (laughs) That's unreal. Oh, you can't make this up. I don't even know who would be writing this, but it is fucking hilarious. Shout out to Ron Markley and his fake penis because that just made my day. I mean, I would love to meet the people who click on these junk emails. Because I guarantee you there would be people that do it. You know. People really chasing that rock hard pipe. <laughs> Shut up Mark. The raging hard sex god. Far out. You got to be some sort of human to click on these hey. Like imagine if you were one of the people where this popped up in your actual emails. Like my my emails are nothing but Bill's. That's why sometimes when I see these things, you know, becoming a rock hard sex god, it's, it's exciting. I'm like, ooh, ooh, what's going on here? That's hilarious though. Junk emails, they all start like that. They've they got to hook you in. There's some clickbait about, well, you know, junk emails. I love that, you know, your email address, you, whatever mail website you go through says they think this message is junk mail. You think in the right way because these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Oh, good, good. <sighs> Far out, junk emails, man. Junk emails. They're good. They're good fun. I think emails in. Gen- I think messages in general give you a bit of a buzz. I think that's why everyone's so addicted to social media. Because you get a little bump. You get like a little little hit of. Hit of mind booger sugar. Like you just jack up. You're like, oh message. I'm important. I mean I go through days where I never get messages. I'm okay with that though. I feel like I'm okay with not getting messages. Like sometimes I I can guarantee you I'll get messages at the worst times. Like I'm waiting for a message to pop through now while I'm recording, so you can hear the little ding. I'm just glad I'm I'm just glad that's not happening. Because I'm unpopular. You know, that's why Inner City Hermit. Hashtag inner city hermit. Don't hashtag that. That's silly. Monday though. Monday had a good Monday this week. Had a really good Monday. Mondays can be you know hit or miss, eh? You know they really Mondays set the tone for your week. I mean, if you have a shit Monday, you kind of not worried about the rest of your week, but the rest of your week kind of seems like a bit of a drag. Like I know after having a really good Monday, getting home, you feel confident about the week. For me, who overthinks everything, being confident about a week is always important, especially as a teacher, you know you're always you don't want to be feeling you don't want to be feeling down, and I think that that goes for a lot of professions, like no one wants to feel crap at work, so I think having having a good Monday kind of sets that vibe for the week so if you're if you're driving to work right now and it is a Monday, you know you can do it, hit it hard, smash it if you're on your way home from work on a Monday and you had a crap day, don't stress, the sun comes up tomorrow and you're going to be just as good, sit down, have a chat to someone, refresh, go, get, go to Sizzler, get that dank ass spaghetti, get that in you, go check your junk mails, have a look, see if you can become a rock hard sex god, you never know, oh, whatever his name is, bloody, Ron Markley might be up in your, up in your junk mail. Hit Mark up, you know. No one's had a better, no one's had a worse time than Mark. He's divorced his wife because his wife didn't didn't like him taking blue pills. She wouldn't have liked The Matrix, or Mark's wife. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird, it's a weird vibe around this this time of year. Like early, you kind of, you know, it's it's end of, it's up mid to end of March. You know, yeah, yeah, you're, you're kind of hot off that juice. You know, you come, you you come into the new year from New Year's. You're like juiced up, January, Feb. You're like, yeah, here we go, new goals, smashing goals. And then you get to March, and that's kind of like the make or break month. Like you're either you're either in it, you're like ready to go. I'm still jacked up. I'm doing cool things, or yeah, you're, you're kind of back down into that whole, Oh, hang on, like I'm I'm back on hashtag the grind again. You know, I'm in that. I'm in that go to work phase. You know, you get in that go to work phase. You get into a rhythm. It's like not a bad thing either. It's like a, you get the rhythm of like, get up, go to work, get into like a routine of things. It's not bad. You feel good. You like you feel good through it. But you like feel like you're not making any ground. Like you feel like you you can't you you're getting in. You're getting paid, but you're not making that ground. You're not giving yourself that like, oh man, this year was going to be the one. I was going to blow up. I was going to. Get that promotion. I was gonna get that new job, but you know, you get to end of March and you're like, "Damn, am I in it for the the next eight months? Like nine months? Like what's the go?" So it's, it's definitely an, it's a weird time of year. You know, you get to the mid middle of the year, you're kind of like, "Yeah, halfway there. We did it. We got through it. Only six months to go." But that start of the year, you kind of we're coming down from that hectic start. Like I think in whatever profession you you do, that start of the year is pretty hectic, like, trying to get your shit together after the, after the Christmas break and New Year breaks, always, always tough, like, I think I'm only just getting my head around, head around work at the moment, like, I'm starting to feel really good again, probably because of this too, like, I love, like I said, this has been such a good thing for me, if you, if you want, if you're someone who overthinks, or has anxiety, like, I I have a little bit of anxiety, especially towards work, I I always kind of, try and hide it a bit behind humour and stuff but you know I I care about what I do so of course I'm going to get anxious and talking about shit that makes you laugh like reading junk mails and the fact that you're paying 40 bucks for spaghetti if you go to sizzler and it's not even good stuff like that takes my mind off things that's another reason why I'm so keen to start getting people on like obviously I'm doing these solo podcasts at the moment because I don't have another mic it's on the way it's on the way eBay's eBay's good at getting things to me pretty quickly I think this one came in like four days so I'm keen to do one I think the first one I want to do first podcast or first two podcast interviews I want to do one of them is going to be with uh, my lovely girlfriend Kia because uh, I get a lot of questions because I've been to I've been to Japan I think the last time I went was my fifth time so I get a lot of messages from people asking like you know it's my first time going to Japan what, what am I going to do um, and I have this, I have this literal, like, I have a paragraph, like, saved in my notes on my phone that I just copy and paste. But even that, I've. the last time I went, I learned even more about some ins and outs in Japan. So I'm going to do a podcast, an hour-long podcast with Kia around questions to do with Japan and what are the, what are the need-to-know things. Maybe even a little bit of, a, like, where to eat, what to do, especially, like, for us, two, two vegans going around um, it can be a pretty complicated place to eat, so doing like a little bit of that, but obviously, you know, majority of the people that listen to this, I would assume, um, probably aren't really interested in the whole vegan thing, which is completely fine, so I like do you know, an overall, what should you see, what should you do, what should you eat, because there's plenty of it in Japan, it's a, it's a sick place, it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's like your brain is just over, like smashed with neon lights, it feels like you're, you're playing No, the best way I can describe it is battling seizure robots on The Simpsons. Like when I saw that episode for the first time, I was like, battling seizure robots. I was like, there's no way this is actually like Japan. But I'm I shit you not battling seizure robots when you're looking at that episode of The Simpsons, that that's what it's like walking around Japan. It's insane. But I won't ruin I won't ruin that podcast. Like I won't do that. I won't ruin it. Because that one's going to be a long, a long hour. Well, I think a lot of the interview ones will be about an hour. I feel like if anyone's like me, if you're sitting down for more than an hour, you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I get to that hour point, my brain's just done. It's fried. No more. So, that's definitely a podcast I want to do. Um, and, like, you know, it's, 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 I think listening to stories about travel. I mean, if anyone's like me, I love listening to travel stories like going to different places like one of the things I watch and I do it all the time and I don't even know why I do it but I watch travel vlogs like uh one of the people I love watching is Casey Neistat even though his aren't like directly travel vlogs but I always watch his like I watched I've seen his bloody tour of an Emirates first class plane like 50 times I just keep going back to it like it's one of those things what that I kind of do when I've had a bad day. Like if I'm sitting there like this day is shit, like I need to, I need to do something that's going to take my mind off things. And travel vlogs, like that sort of stuff, um, get me in a good mood. So I don't know. I, might, I that that might be like other people as well, but for me, definitely that's that's something that picks me up. I think it's all about you know you can't be happy all the time, like. I, and, and those people that are happy all the time, like, I guarantee you they're not happy all the time. So finding things that can pique your, you know, happiness when you're feeling shitty, like, they're, they're really important. I think everyone's got different things. Like, I've got a number of things I do. Like, whether it be, like, you know, watching YouTube videos or playing sport, talking to my friends. There's so many things. I, do. I, I think there's more things I do that make me feel better when I'm shit than make me feel good when I'm feeling good. Like, and that's a normal thing. Like, you're not weird, if that makes sense. Like, if you're doing things that you're like, I need to do this to make myself feel better, like, you're not alone. I do it all the time. Definitely. And, um, yeah, so, you know, if you're, if you're keen to go to Japan or anything like that, stay tuned because I will be doing a podcast based around my last trip and based around my my trips beforehand. So um, keep an eye out for that. I'm rambling now. I think I've, we've hit that thirty minute cap. I think for all the solo podcasts I do, um, it'll d- definitely be thirty minutes. So if you're sitting through thirty minutes, that's that's unreal. You're doing you're doing big things. I mean, I hope I, I hope some of the things I spoke about today. Um, if you've had a shit day i've made you made you laugh because that email from the bloody dick hardening like becoming a rock hard sex god that was fucking hilarious like when i read that for the first time i couldn't i based this whole podcast based around that one email so hope you got a laugh out of it if you did go check your own junk mail trust me there's some diamonds in there you know you'll find a fair few rocks but there'll be some diamonds as always um thanks for listening guys that's episode 3 I know, we're, I'm motoring through it. I am getting. I want to get to 50 episodes by at least the end of the year. So pretty much anything that's in my brain, I'm chucking on the mic. So if you're still listening, thanks, guys. I really appreciate the support. And uh, stay tuned for some interview pods coming up once this mic or a phone gets delivered. Um, peace out, guys. If you want to follow me on Instagram, follow at innercityhermit.com. Uh, on instagram we are now on spotify as well up spotify that 12 bucks a month is really paying off now especially if you're a student you know i think it's seven bucks a month if you're a student so there's no excuse why you shouldn't be listening and itunes should get me up eventually but they're too busy listening to our conversations so try and get there and have a look and yeah take care of yourselves hermits stay in those shells catch you later